0: Uh,
1: okay. I'm going to put that in the bloopers reel.
0: I wish it Fentanyl. Yeah. No. Testing. Fentanyl. Okay. Marijuana. Oh. Can't talk about that.
1: Oh, you're right. <laughs> <So> heroin? <laughs> yeah. Talk about the good stuff. Math. Maybe I'll yawn directly into the mic. <laughs> 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 All right.
0: Do this thingy. Do, 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 do. Okay. Great. Um, pray, you start, uh, or I'll say, like, hi, welcome back. My Jeremy, my Katie, and then you take a mm-hmm. break, and then you would open this episode.
1: Great.
0: Gosh, such morning breath <laughs> or morning voice. <laughs> Great. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, now I don't have to fuck up Mario, which is nice. But also, oops, <laughs> not my fault. He landed like forty-five minutes early. Yikes! He was supposed to land at land at eight thirty. He texted me at seven forty-five. Oh, hey, when you were landed. sleeping. Yeah, when I was dead <laughs> asleep. And he said, hey, I landed.
1: <laughs> Let's pray. Yeah, that's dumb. In your Father, said, Holy Spirit. Not prayer. But... Amen. So, Jesus, thank you for the gift of this work. Thank you for the opportunity to share you with the world. I ask that you will be with us, guide our discussion, um, be with all of our listeners. Um, and please help us to not say anything heretical or Misleading. May our words be of you and not of us. Yes. Intros of la Sioux, pray, pray for us. us. Amen.
0: In the Father and the Son the Holy Spirit. Oh, <laughs> Okay.
1: You're starting this one?
0: Yeah. Awesome. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Oh, wait, no.
1: Am I leading this one? We haven't done how's your day yeah you're right oh should i lean this one
0: yeah
1: okay hello everybody and welcome back to the flip side podcast i'm katie and i am joined here this morning with jeremy and we are so excited to have you with us today um before we get started with our top ta- hot whoa <laughs> i
0: think it's a talk
1: <laughs> before we get started with our topic for the day
0: Oh.
1: We are going. <laughs> I'm gonna restart
0: that. Redo that.
1: We don't have to reintroduce you, do we?
0: <laughs> Guess not. No, no just kidding. I don't think so.
1: Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast. Today we are going to. What the hell? Okay.
0: What? I'll just
1: like start from here. Great. Right. I didn't want you to have to like sort through all of oh, it. Anyways. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast. My name is Katie. I am joined this morning by Jeremy. And we are so excited to have you with us. Before we jump into our topic for the day, Jeremy, how have you been this week?
0: Well, I've been good this week and last week, kind of. Today, I overslept, and I woke up to a message from Katie saying, hey, I'm here, ready to record the <laughs> podcast. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired, and I'm asleep. <laughs> uh, so that was a fun start to this week. Um, no, good. I love that it's October. That means I'm another week closer to seeing the Taylor Swift concert. In theaters at AMC. I was gonna so, say you got tickets. <laughs> no. So I'm excited for that, and yeah, I just love October because it means it's finally fall, even though it was like 90 degrees. Yeah, but sad day. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I got to visit um my little cousin in Fargo this past weekend, so that was super fun. Um, also my mom is getting married on Friday. So that's super exciting. Um, so this week has been crazy with prep for both things. But um yeah, life has been good. I'm like a week ahead of on my homework for grad school. So like I'm chilling right now. (laughs) That's
0: so nice. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Life is good. Life is good. Um, great let's jump into our topic for the day we are going to be talking about this is the second part of our episode on sin is fun but in parentheses heaven is better um today we're going to be talking a little bit more about very practical aspects of um sinfulness and how that manifests itself in our lives um, particularly through the influence of friendships peer pressure All that good stuff. Jeremy, do you want to get us started with initial thoughts on the topic?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, This is just such a hard thing because this is something that we all face. And regardless of if you're in sixth grade or if you're 60 years old, I think we all want to be loved and we all want people to approve of us. So we all kind of fall succumb to peer pressure at times. So I think it's, like, important to realize we should probably talk about, like, friendship and, like, what is a good, healthy friendship and kind of what does that look like? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so friends, great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I think, I can't remember where I heard this, Katie, maybe you can help, but there was something that said you become... Like the sum of the ten people you surround yourself with the most mm-hmm. like some is it like a psychological study? I think it is like
1: a psychological study, or else it's just somebody who passed it off really well, yeah, like great marketing for that statement,
0: yeah, because it's so true, like the people that you surround yourself with the most like they're going to rub off on you, and like those are going to be the people that you become like, um, so I think it's really important to have and to make sure that you have really good friends in your life. Um, positive examples of how to live a holy life how to live a life for Jesus so you have to really think like who do I want to influence my behavior and my ideas Um, good friends
1: yeah that's my
0: yeah that's my initial thought on the topic
1: yeah that's great Um, yeah it is it is so important to have good and holy friendships and it's important to have friendships with people who are striving for holiness, but are at different stages of holiness
0: mm.
1: than you are. I was just talking to some of my um, college students this past weekend. I got to see them while I was in Fargo. Shout out to Nick and Mary. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was chatting with them about how it really is um, important to have friendships with people who are at different stages of of holiness than you are, um, because sometimes the people your own age are not always um hold on I'm going to back up that thought rewind it's very important to have friendships with people who are at different stages of holiness than you are because you need somebody who's like right there in it with you right and i have a few friends in my life who are um right in the midst of the same stage of life as i am like praying through similar things um trying to heal in the same ways trying yeah. to let the lord work in our lives in similar ways. And then I also have people who are way farther ahead of me, who are married with like five kids who I can look to as an example of like, okay, this is how they live out holiness as a, you know, 38 year old. This is how I'm living out holiness as a 24 year old. And then I even can look at my students sometimes and be like, okay, that's how they're living out holiness as 17 year olds or 18 year olds, you know? Um, and, and it's very important to have those stages around you so that you can get a picture of what the christian life looks like as for a whole sure. like even looking at like the elderly people in your um pew at mass like they are freaking holy they've been showing up to daily mass for the last 60 years you think they're not holy like you can learn a lot from them
0: i love old people <laughs> how do i okay yeah. No, I. Oh my. Ah!
1: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I didn't
0: even touch it though with my mouth. That's. Yeah.
1: So otherwise, we're labeling that one. Okay, button's <laughs> labeled. It's <That's> mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no way to tell the difference. No, yeah, Katie, what you're saying, I totally agree with. Um, I mean, a lot of my experience, um, when I was in high school, because I wasn't raised Catholic, but when I went to high school, it was my community and my friends that ultimately inspired me to become Catholic or to at least consider becoming Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And my friends were, some of my best friends were, you know, in the same grade as me, like at the same stage as me, not necessarily the same level. They were much further along in their faith than I was. Um, But I was friends with like our campus minister and like some of like my teachers who are like, young teachers and like they were living out their faiths as young adults who were catholic and then yeah also like i had some friends that were younger than me you know and it their example really inspired me to think about becoming catholic so I, i really am a firm believer in investing in good healthy friendships because i would not be where i am today without like my friends from high school
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I know, yeah, even I still, like, with a degree in theology and pursuing my master's in a, in theology, I still, like, reach out to my former youth minister, who's now my boss, so his, like, office is down the hall from me. But anyways, I still, like, regularly ask questions about, like, how should I live my life? Like, what does it look like to, th- to do this? Or what does this theological teaching mean? Or, you know, like, constantly asking him questions about holiness um and i know that he has other people that he does that for as well so we've talked about good friends um what are the marks of a good friendship oh maybe do we want to go there yeah yeah Mm. what what's what to look for in oh okay we have bullet points yeah should we swap two and three and say where to search for good and holy friendships
0: sure I think something that's cool, kind of like building upon what you're saying, Katie, of like, yeah, like making sure you're looking for good friends and the importance of good friends, like, I don't know, it can kind of be stressful, especially as a high schooler of like, okay, my pool of people that I can be friends with is pretty small. My pool of people that I could be friend like friends with is pretty small because mm-hmm. I'm in high school and I went to a really small Catholic high school, so like... It was a small class. Like, I was pretty limited on who I could be friends with from school. Yeah. But I think that there is a lot of freedom in that because, okay, you can see what that group of people are like at your school of who I could be friends with, you know. But, like, there's also opportunities outside of just my school that are like, oh, I could search out for friendships there. Like, go to, like, a local youth group or I go, I don't know, fill in the blank, find places to find good friends. But I think, Katie, it would be good to talk about that, like, where, how, like, how can I find a good friendship?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as Jeremy said, great way to find good friendships is, like, look at the people around you in your Catholic school, if you go to Catholic school. Or if you don't, you go to public school, um, go to your church and see who is sitting in the pews on a Sunday. Or even better, see who's sitting in the pews on a Saturday morning. Um, daily mass and see who's there, or go to adoration, um, see who's there, Um, go to youth group, um, get involved with the people there. And I know that that can be super intimidating to go into a new group and not know anybody and try to make friendships. But if people are truly trying to live out their faith, they're going to welcome you, um, like, regardless, you know. Um, And if they they don't welcome you, maybe they're not trying to live out their faith so well, you know? Um, but yeah, get connected, ask questions, um, and, and just do what you can to <clears throat> put yourself into situations where you might meet new people. Um, but once you've actually met them, how do you kind of know if it's a good and holy friendship? What does that what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts on that that you want to share, Jeremy? Or
0: yeah, a couple come to mind. One I want to share first is I think this is like just such a very simple answer, but I think this answer is like super overlooked. Um, but pray for good friends. Like mm, ask yes. God. Like God, please send me people in my life. Absolutely. Like, and I, trust me, the Holy Spirit will send them your way. Like God wants you to be in community; you are made for community. God's not gonna abandon you or like leave you to fend for yourself. Like He wants you to share in this community that he, literally He has created. Like, uh, pray for good and holy friends. I think that's so important, and so I can't, I can't hype it up enough.
1: Absolutely, and I just my own personal testimony of this. I. Um started praying really intensely for good and holy friendships. About a year and a half ago, I'd been through some tough times and friendships and really just needed um, a fresh start in a lot of ways. And I started praying for good and holy friendships. And it it took a little while, right? It's now a year and a half later, but I have two amazing holy roommates that I go to mass with every Sunday. We um, you know go to Catholic events together. We talk about Jesus every day in our household. I have a small group of really good and holy women that I get to walk with life, walk through life with um, other really good and holy friendships in my life in, in a variety of aspects. And life is so beautiful because of that. Um, And I've been able to grow in holiness so much because of those good and holy friendships. And so it might not happen overnight. Right. Um, And, yeah, you have to put in the work and you have to put in the like uncomfortableness of, you know,
0: talking to people,
1: talking to people. You have to pursue (laughs) it. Right. Like I, I organized the small group. Right. I reached out to people. I was like, hey, let's do this, Mm -hmm. you know, but people respond. Right. And they're they're good and holy friendships. And so the Lord will provide because he knows oh, that you need it, you know,
0: there's, I really want to like shout out a couple people from my youth group, um, Maisie and Paloma shout out. Um, <laughs> no, but they live this out really beautifully. And I, like, as a 24 year old man, am so inspired by it because like their faith is important to them and like their friendship is really important to them. It's mm-hmm. so, like on nights that like we don't meet for youth group, like they'll meet like at a coffee shop or at like yeah somewhere at each other's house and like have a bible study beautiful like the two of them and like it's I think it's just such a beautiful thing because like God created you God led you to this friendship and like they are tangibly looking for opportunities to really get the most out of this friendship and to like grow closer to the Lord together too which is really beautiful so it's possible guys like as high schoolers especially like it is possible to find good friends um, but you do have to put in some of the work and it can be a little uncomfortable at times.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And for those of our listeners who are in college, it's a whole different ballgame making friends than it, than it is in high school, right? Like mm-hmm. I know that it is been through it. It sucked, yeah, right? I
0: haven't been through it. Um,
1: <laughs> but it is it is possible and there will be more of those uncomfortable moments. There will be more of those like you really do have to put in the effort and pursue people Um, and pray for those friendships and really go out of your way to make things happen like you might have to be the one who's like hey do you want to go get coffee or hey do you want to go play ultimate with me or hey do you want to do like whatever it is like you find those people you see at mass you reach out to them and then you get connected and it might be a little bit uncomfortable but um nothing great ever came easily Mm -hmm. you know and I don't know I think that it's worth having a friendship that leads you towards heaven to be like a little bit uncomfortable for 30 seconds Mm -hmm. you know um get over yourself essentially
0: um (laughs) there's like the rewards and the fruit that can be born from that far outweighs the struggles of the moments of uncomfortability or awkwardness like it's fine meeting new people is gonna be awkward especially if you're not like Super extroverted and love meeting right. new people, but it'll be really good for you.
1: Yeah, to quote inspirational speaker and multi-million dollar—I um, don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I'm going to rephrase that because it's going to be a funny joke. Okay, great. To quote inspirational speaker Shia LaBeouf, "Just do it."
0: Hmm. Mm. To quote another. Beautiful philosopher and amazing human. When dealing with like bad friends, you know, or people who aren't necessarily a good influence on your life, the quote can be applied from Shrek: <laughs> "Get out, me swamp!" <laughs> <laughs> literally, get out. And that kind of leads us into like, when is it time to find new friends? Like, is it okay <laughs> to cut people out of your life? Like, is that virtuous? Yes. Completely? Oh my gosh, one hundred percent. I think it is. If people are not loving you and not leading you towards holiness, like repeatedly, and like if they're not good for you, 100% it's okay to remove them from your life.
1: Yes. Let's add a little bit of nuance to this discussion so we don't go cutting out everybody who's offended us once in our life. Mm. Um. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shut up, Jeremy. Um. All
0: right. Katie's cut out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yes it is okay to distance yourself from people who are not leading you towards holiness um but that doesn't mean that it's okay to be rude to them or to be uncharitable or to like smack talk them or to do any sort of thing that would take you away from the lord
0: 100 (laughs) percent. right there's a holy and good way to remove people from your life.
1: Absolutely. And it, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be – sometimes it doesn't have to be a total removal. Sometimes it's just a distancing. Like A lot of times it's like an emotional boundary or a boundary yeah. within your heart of, of like, you know what, I'm actually not going to share this thing with them because they're going to use it against me or I'm not going to take their advice into account because I know that they're not – um really striving for holiness and virtue and this advice comes out of a place of like anger or Mm -hmm. or worldly biases or whatever it is you know um or sometimes it's even just like i'm actually not gonna seek them out to do x y or z with um and if they invite me to this party or if they invite me to whatever it is i'm just gonna i'm gonna say no Mm -hmm. you know or if i if I do go, I'm gonna go in with like these really strong boundaries of like what is or is not going to happen, I'm gonna stick to them. Yep. Um But there there will be times in your life where there are people where it's like, actually, like maybe I just need to step out of your life and like have that friend breakup conversation. Yeah. Um, they're brutal, they're super hard, they hurt just as bad as a real breakup, if not worse. Um but it is important to recognize that sometimes there will be people in your life who don't have the same goals as you, who aren't moving towards Christ in the same way that you are. Mm-hmm. And they they actually can't love you or support you in your walk towards holiness. You know, if you would break up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend um, because you're ultimately on different paths and they're not like – pulling their, if they're not walking towards heaven and you would break up with them because of that, sometimes it's okay to do that for friends Mm -hmm. too. And it's obviously a lot more nuanced, right? Like don't stop hanging out with people just because they don't love Jesus because then how are we going to evangelize the world? Yeah. You know, don't do that. But maybe don't have people who are actively taking you away from the Lord in your inner circle.
0: Yeah. I think that's super fair.
1: Yeah. Um, also, don't be friends with people, or don't be close friends with people who are actively like pressuring you to do things that take you away from the Lord, which maybe brings us into our next um, section of this podcast, which was a, very specifically on peer pressure. Jeremy, do you want to have any do you have any initial thoughts to share on this?
0: yeah peer pressure sucks Mm -hmm. um it's funny because like that's another thing that's like one of those cheesy like quotes from parents in like 90s movies of like i don't know i think of like the cheesy ads and cheesy 90s movies that they show you like in school or something of like how to resist peer pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Just say no. Or like walk away. And like, (laughs) I don't know. Peer pressure is so much more to use a word that Katie loves nuanced. Mm, I do love that word. (laughs) 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 Words. (laughs) Um, No, but I think it is. um, And there's so many facets to it. Like for me, I think I struggle a lot with my own head. Like I, like, i battle myself in my head all the time it's yeah like, do this don't do this like uh just like just trying to be everything for everyone mm-hmm. and like a lot of that peer pressure can be self-inflicted of like yeah oh they're going out like i want to go out like they're not necessarily asking me but like there's that like unspoken like expectation that like if they're my friend and they're getting drunk at a party like i have to do that you know yeah no you don't um and that a lot of the times could just be an expectation that you're putting on yourself Mm -hmm. Um, yeah
1: yeah because there is a reality that yes sometimes people might actively be pressuring you to do something that you shouldn't do like swear or gossip or drinking or drugs or whatever but probably what's happening is they're just doing things and you want to be like them so you you were like, yeah, I should do what they're doing in order to be cool or in order to be accepted. But the best, pe- one of the best pieces of advice that my aunt ever gave me was, nobody is thinking about you as much as you are thinking about you because they're mm-hmm. too busy thinking about themselves. And that's so real. That's
0: so much truth in a quick sentence.
1: Yeah. Like your friends actually probably don't care if you don't drink at the party. They're too busy thinking about what their outfit looks like, or if the person they like is going to talk to them, or whatever else, you know.
0: Yeah. Or like, what is the next Taylor Swift album like going to be? You know. That's what Jeremy's That's thinking what about think constantly. About. It's like, if you come up to me and you're like, "Oh gosh, like, like, does he think I'm cool? Like, is is he? Does he want to be my friend?" I'm probably just thinking about Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so don't worry <laughs> real talk
1: uh for real
0: <laughs> but that's so true like there's so many things going on in people's head they don't really care or have the time to worry about you and the psychological workings of your brain
1: they, they just don't really have really the don't space for it.
0: especially in this modern world where to sound like an old man social media is just kind of ruining everything
1: it so is
0: like people don't have time necessarily to think much about you because they're like thinking about what their presenting self is. You know, they're thinking about, oh what am I gonna post? Or like, oh crap, I I I want to go to this thing. Like I this movie's coming out or I love this song right now. They have so many interests and so many things going on in their brain. They're not worried about whether you say yes or no to something stupid that they're doing.
1: Right. And if they do, then congratulations, you just found a really good opportunity to drop someone
0: not like kill um
1: i don't think that anybody would take it that way
0: i don't know katie
1: anyways um, (laughs) uh but let's say that we're in a situation where um maybe they you do have friends who make fun of you for doing certain things or for not doing certain things um then that really is an opportunity to evaluate like well a to like communicate as a real human person and just be like, hey, actually, I'm not interested in doing these things. These are my reasonings. Like, Please stop pressuring me to do these things. And if doing these things is a condition for our friendship, that's not a condition I'm willing to meet. And just have a conversation. Don't be combative about it. But you are capable of human communication and you are able to communicate like adults even if you're not one yeah so i would recommend trying that you know coming at things um and talking about things not assuming um another piece of advice i really really that i got that really really helped for communication was um never assume never attack always clarify so in any situation that you're in when trying to deal with like peer pressure or just general friendship issues. Um, don't assume that you know what their intentions were. Mm-hmm. Don't attack them when trying to have a conversation about what happened and clarify like, what did you mean by that? What were your intentions? And come at it with an open mind. Yeah. Be willing, Be go into it with the assumption that you can work through this. Yeah. You know,
0: um, live, laugh, love. That's, that's another good quote.
1: That's actually one of my personal favorites.
0: Live, laugh, love. I'm kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> oh God.
1: But the fact that you believed
0: it <laughs> I don't know. says a lot about who I am as yes, a person. That's very true. I am going to Hobby
1: Lobby later. So
0: um, I hope they have sales. I hope they so. You text me.
1: I will. Right. Um, We should probably talk about point there.
0: Isn't just about drinking?
1: Yeah. Maybe?
0: Yeah. I think the other cool thing, too, kind of like building on what you're saying, Katie, Mm -hmm. and it's a love-hate relationship with, like, the modern culture. Because on one side, it sucks. Yeah. And I hate it. Mm -hmm. And... People are annoying and people are buying into stupid lies yes. that this modern world is saying like, I don't know, they're just offering a lot of cheap counterfeits of love. Correct. And they're like, here, take this. This is amazing. This is love. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. And it's like, mm, that's crap. Yeah. <laughs> so on one hand, I hate them. But on the other hand, the fact that middle schoolers and high schoolers look like 40-year-olds always ready to slay the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so annoying, but, like, I am so freaking blown away many times by how well-versed this generation in modern world is when talking about self-care and mental health. Like, mm-hmm. they're very fluent in that language, so I don't think – I think that they understand this kind of topic a lot more than,
1: like, Maybe we, we did, did when we
0: were in high school or, like, millennials did when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like peer pressure, you. I think you know. Like, I don't think it needs to be this big, complicated thing. You know when something's not right and what's not good for you. Mm-hmm. And that that's not always like drinking and drugs and big scary things that you hear in a formational video in high school. Yeah, like
1: so- sometimes it's just people. In your youth group being like, actually, I don't really think that it's cool to pray. And you're like, you're right. It's not. And then you, you don't follow Jesus. Yeah. Or, you know,
0: they're like, ooh, can I, at youth group, can I ride this tricycle down this flight of stairs?
1: Is that an actual?
0: That's an actual clip of what happened <laughs> with, guess what grades? Not middle school. Probably
1: 11th graders. Yes. 100%. 11th and, graders are a whole different Yeah, grade. they're
0: ridiculous, but they're funny. They are. They can't know that sometimes. (laughs) But, like, yeah, beer pressure could be just silly little things like that. Like, doing things for attention or doing things for, like, the meme. The meme. (laughs) Like, committing to the bit. Like, yeah, I do that so many times just because things are funny. But also, like, that's just me buying into this stupid lie of the modern age that like, oh, if people laugh at me, even if it's, like, a cheap laugh, or if it's, like, you know, something, like, that attention, that, that's true love, that, Mm -hmm. that's what's going to fill me up, that's what's going to make me happy, which is a lie, so peer pressure isn't just about, like, big scary things that are objectively bad, like, a lot of topics surrounding sin is, like, in the little gray areas, and, like, the confusing areas, like, Satan wants to confuse you Mm -hmm. and he does it in those little ways of like oh hey do you want to like go out for coffee and you know that like that's the only time that you have free on a given Sunday to go to mass you know yeah and saying yes to that instead of going to mass like you know that that's wrong that you shouldn't do that but Mm -hmm. yeah peer pressure and temptation is just so such a gray area
1: absolutely um and I think it's just really important to note that no human relationship is worth your eternal salvation. And not that it's necessarily going to come down to such like a strong statement as that, you know, that you're going to have to make a choice between a friendship or eternal salvation, but like maybe you will. And every decision that we make affects um, our relationship with the Lord happening
0: sorry intrusive thoughts one
1: <laughs> yeah they did
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> she's just wearing hoop earrings and I just had the urge to like pull on it sorry
1: it's okay that was really funny that was really, a really
0: good roll that you were on <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can put that in the bloopers at the end oh my gosh Anyways, no friendship is worth your eternal salvation and it is very important to remember that your relationship with God is your number one priority in life. And so all other relationships need to serve that relationship. They need to flow out of that relationship, right? Um, And so just keeping in mind that anything that you do no single moment of momentary pleasure or happiness or embarrassment or humiliation or whatever it is, no single moment of your life is worth eternity with Christ. And that's like, you have to have an eternal perspective. You have to look at life through those lenses because that clarifies everything that we're talking about. That's like the foundation of everything that we're talking about is nothing. Is worth compromising eternity with Christ in heaven. Um
0: period. Period. Don't do it. <laughs> I was just laughing because of all the things that I could say. Like I was just like. like <laughs> That's the <a> popular thing.
1: <laughs> um maybe we should do any like a little roundup of random friendship advice to end this podcast. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say we should wrap.
1: Yeah. We're so back. any last friendship thoughts you may have?
0: Yeah. The last thing is like about peer pressure not being always like this super black and white thing. There's also like good peer pressure, like when mm-hmm. you have friends around you who are like inspiring you to pray or saying, hey like go to mass with me, that kind of stuff. Um that's the whole reason I'm Catholic. Um is because I had friends who were motivating me to be a better person. Yeah. And I think look for those people because those people weren't like necessarily, I don't know, maybe they were, but I don't think they were actively doing certain things. I think a lot of the times it was just them living out their faith and I falling in love with it. Um, So I think, you know, like look for friends who are going to lead you to holiness.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think my last thought on this is that holy friendships are holy whether you are sitting in a Bible study or if you are playing ultimate frisbee. Like holy friendships should be well rounded. They shouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily be just people you get together with and study the Bible with. That should be part of it, sure. Um But Jesus
0: also had fun. Right. He wants us to have fun and just hang out with friends.
1: He had so much fun with his apostles. I guarantee it. Um and you should also Feel free to have fun with your friends and do silly things and Have have fun with life because honestly the most fun i've ever had in my life Is very like wholesome silly little moments It's not the moments where I was at a party where there was alcohol. It wasn't the moments Where you know, we were you know Smack talking somebody behind their back like the moments That have been most fun in life are like laying in a river with friends making goofy jokes you know or whatever it is like silly human things yeah just go be silly holy humans with other humans Ah. (laughs) (laughs) any last thoughts jeremy
0: no i actually don't (laughs) (laughs) great uh, that's my last thought.
1: Ew. Okay. <laughs> so, again, go be holy. Go make holy friends. This has been the Flipside Podcast. We are praying for you. Thank you for listening. Um, be sure to share this podcast with any holy friends you have or with friends who need to be holy who aren't. Amen.
0: Grah.